We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The debates are raging here on the air, behind the scenes. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. When we get into these great debate Wednesdays, Sometimes even when we go to break, we're still talking about these things. So today, the great debate question is the greatest dynasty of all time. It's sort of loosely based off the Chiefs, who, if they beat the Ravens, if they go on to win the Super Bowl, we have to be talking about them as the next NFL dynasty. Yeah, I mean, dynasties are so much harder these days because of the salary cap. And we talked a lot about, we all had our choices Nobody yet has mentioned the 1970s Steelers. Okay, well, first let's go Go through who we picked. Okay. So I picked the Patriots of the 2000s for the length of dominance. Uh, Perloff picked the Chicago Bulls. Jordan Bulls, 90s. Uh, EJ went with the 50s and 60s Celtics. I'm just going to go around the horn here. Pete uh, went with the Yankees of the 90s and and early 2000s, as painful as that is. And Andrew Bogish picked the Canadians of the 1970s. So... A couple that we left off, but yeah. Well, I think the 70s Steelers, a team like that, to be a dynasty, you have to inspire fear around the league. And the Steelers, you know, the Steel Curtain and Joe Green and Terry Bradshaw, that that was a dynasty in the sense of dominance, cultural dominance too, whereas the Patriots were, they were a very good team, but they were not, they could find a way. They were more a find a way to win team. To me, they weren't. We're going to come in there. We're going to blow you out and beat you up. To me, the Steelers were, in a way, a more impressive dynasty. Oh, I totally disagree. I think the boogeyman of Belichick inspired more paranoia and yeah. fear from other teams. Like, couldn't leave playbooks around. You know, thinking that the locker rooms may have been bugged. It wasn't just beaten. It wasn't just beating you on the field. It was the yeah. knowledge that on the other side you have Tom Brady. Like, on the other side, whether he's down, there, there is nobody even still. And I think this will stand the test of time, even with Mahomes as great as he is. Any football fan, if you ask them, who do you want ball in their hands to go score a touchdown for your life? It's Tom Brady. For your life, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, but Brady. he lost close games. But everyone loses close games. I'm yeah. talking about that, that type of, you're saying that the Patriots weren't feared. But I completely disagree you were, with you. You were terrified to go into Pittsburgh. The Patriots, you're afraid that they're going to find some rule caveat, that they're going to bleed the clock because of something, or they're going to have some double tight end scheme that you're not going to be able to figure out until the third quarter. They were sort of winning at the margins. That what I, They were not some un, unbeatable juggernaut, except for the one year they didn't win the Super Bowl. They weren't coming into your house and just absolutely intimidating you. They were finding finding ways to win. The Steel Curtain and Pittsburgh, that was 
dominant. Well, I think that's a little disrespectful to some of the Patriots defenders who were, I think were pretty ferocious dudes. I mean, you're talking really? about, yeah, you're talking about Rodney Harrison, I mean, Richard the Steelers defense was and, waste. and Vince Wilfork. These guys were nasty, man. Yeah, like, but I mean, they, they definitely weren't the Steelers with uh, James Harrison, and they weren't the Ravens with Ray Lewis. And oh. I mean, to Perlow's point, yeah. if I'm thinking about the great defensive players of that era, I, I, I'm never thinking about a Patriot player. No, because the Patriots were all But are you scheme. thinking about Belichick? Team, yes. Coach, yes. So that's – and that's part of my reason also why I think this is the number one dynasty that we have in sports is because you win with a ferocious play, what happens? That goes away at some point. How the Patriots did this for 20 years is because that's how you have to win. You're out thinking, out scheming. And Belichick never has one style. He prepares every game, could have a totally different game plan. It's not Legion of Boom that was playing the same, you know uh, – the same type of defensive scheme and like go ahead and try to beat us. He was game plan specific, and I'm I'm, I'm not trying to uh, you know simplify this the Seahawks, but he was game plan specific, and he would always take away your best option. It's just so much more uh, sustainable, right? That that seems like he almost like outsmarted his way to the title. That's not with dynasty. Uh, what I think are great dynasties, and we're talking about the Yankees and uh, the Celtics of the 60s. Just Well, the Celtics were cl- actually close to the Patriots, but I think you have to have some big fear factor where, to me, the Patriots didn't, did not have that. The Steel Curtain and what the Pittsburgh Steelers did in the 70s, I mean, that they defined dynasty in so many ways. They were the face of the sport. And they're still famous because of it. And it's 50 years ago. People, uh, you see the highlights of the NFL films of Lynn Swan catching the ball. There's just something magical about that dynasty where the Patriots don't quite have that. For some reason, maybe it's the cheating. Maybe it's because Belichick was unapproachable. Maybe it's they won with so many different styles. It just doesn't feel like, was there any, every year that they won, I mean, it felt like it could have gone either way. Yeah, I I mean, because they played close Super Bowls. I mean, they won them. I, you win, you go to nine Super Bowls, you win six of them. I know the Steelers also have six, but I, I just think you're talking about from 2000, 2019, in that salary cap era, in this professional sports era, to keep a head coach and a, and a quarterback together for that long, like, it just doesn't happen nowadays. Yeah, I mean... That's again. That's not exactly like intimidating. Yeah, you were able to manage the salary cap. We're talking like walk into the stadium and this team is just going to okay, beat you. Because Michael pay- Jordan, Michael Jordan never got to a game seven of the finals. He was standing there on the side of the court, and the other team but was he terrified. Lo- he lost series. It's not like early. Okay, but what well, then? What's the Patriot way? Patriot way is we're going to be sustained success. But not the Patriot way is that we're going to come into your stadium and leave you bloody. I think the Patriot way is we are going. Our intimidation comes from the fact that we're going to be more prepared than you. That we are going to have a better end exactly. game strategy than you. Exactly. I mean, okay, but at the same time, they also did have guys who were ferocious. Yeah, maybe not James Harrison, yeah. but Teddy Bruschi. I mean, these guys, Mike Vrabel. These guys were good, tough players. Tell Mike Vrabel he wasn't yeah. tough. I mean, listen, if you're an athlete, there's nothing scarier than when a guy gets off the bus and says, I'm going to be more prepared than you. <laughs> that <laughs> listen, is the opposite of what I'm right, talking about. Then point to scoreboard. Like, they, I, I can, they, the Patriots beat you all those ways. And believe me, I was, uh, as a fan of the Bills, uh, I was on the other end of a lot of butt kickings. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm more of style-wise. If I had to pick a dynasty, I want the big characters. I want Mean Joe Green. I want Mel Blunt. I want Terry Bradshaw throwing bombs to John Stallworth. To me, that that's a little more fun. The Patriots are more just like, we are super efficient and well-prepared.
<laughs> I, I think you're, you're simplifying it to not That's why work. they're closer to the Spurs. To me, like the San Antonio Spurs is like, well, we're just a really well-coached, disciplined team, and we're going to have a bunch of Tim Duncan bank shots in the fourth quarter to beat you. That is not like, like Michael Jordan's going to come into that stadium and dunk on your head and be this great, entertaining player. That's what I want out of my dynasties. Okay, but the one thing where I stop short with your Bulls dynasty, and it's a great dynasty, but you basically give them eight. Yeah. They don't have eight. <laughs> They have six. I was there, Maggie. They won eight. <laughs> yeah, right. Somehow with Michael Jordan playing minor league baseball in Alabama, they got eight. I read a few articles preparing for this, and they talk about this Bulls dynasty, and every one of them says they would have won those two if Jordan had stayed. And Jordan was there for half of the second one, too. So it, I'm being kind of tongue-in-cheek. But I like is, this from uh, Bucky they still were great. and YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Pardon me. He says the Patriots are like a Mercedes and the Steelers were like an off-road Jeep. <laughs> so the Steelers are the 70s. No, 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 no. See, I think the, the Patriots were like a Hyundai. They were a quality car, highly efficient, smart, precise. They weren't a Mercedes. They weren't fancy. They just went in there and found a way to beat you. Well, I mean, Brady did have some golden boy, sort of. There was There was some... Not flash with Brady, but there's definitely some. I mean, he's married to a beautiful woman. He had, he is this handsome guy. Like there was a little golden boy. It's Hollywood to him. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to him, he always kept that chip on his shoulder of the six round pick. But you know, he has like the good looks. I mean, there, yeah. was, there was a lot of that with Brady. Yeah, I <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. The Patriots dynasty is just very different to me. If Patrick Mahomes yeah, wins six in a row. Best. Yeah, but like, how about to me when I think of in pro, I was talking about the preparation, and that's a nice way to put it. I'm talking, to, I'm thinking about the cheating. Like, at what point does it's that? Not, get, it's not far off than yeah, what like, we're talking about, right? Like, at what point? Like, to me, in like we talk about fear factor going to the Patriots, I'm worried about. I mean, did they bug my uh, my uh, my headset? You know, are they are they videotaping the sidelines? Like, what are they doing to get an edge? And that to me, that that takes a little edge off of their case for being the best okay. dynasty. Well, then. I can look at a lot of dynasties and point to, you know, teams not doing everything by the book, and you could allege that's cheating. Yeah, I mean, you had Red Auerbach Celtics. They would bend the rules. How about not I mean, the turning off the heat, you know, trying to get – I know it's a little different, but trying to get this crazy home field advantage nobody ever wanted to play in Boston ever because of the shenanigans that would go on with the Celtics. We can talk about the um, – the Yankees of the 90s, let's go back and do some P-tests on some of those guys. I mean, it wasn't against the rules then. It was later. But still, do we think guys weren't getting an advantage? I mean, I don't know about the Jordan Bulls. I don't know how they were cheating, but I'm sure there was a way. No, they didn't need to because they were the true dynasty <laughs> and they were just more awesome than everybody. One more thing, and EJ hinted it. The Patriots did not have great players. That's the other thing you need. They did not have a lot of Hall of Famers. They had Tom Brady and a cast of characters. These other dynasties, how many, say the 70s Steelers, there were probably a dozen Hall of Famers there. Even the 70s Cowboys, the Lakers from the 80s. I mean, who are the Hall of Famers on the Patriots? Okay, so maybe I, two or three. I could make a case that that makes it even better because instead of having to rely on just your stars, you had your star and your right. head coach, your star and your quarterback, and then because the cast of characters changed around it so much, it's almost more impressive. It's impressive, but it's not what, when you think a dynasty with a capital D, that's not my style of dynasty. To just rotate in role players and have guys like Matthew Slater be great at special teams. I want you to just come out and be the best every year, and everyone knows it, and you're just going to intimidate everybody. What's the most important position in sports? Quarterback. They had the greatest at that. 
And what's who? What what head coach? What type of coach do you think is most responsible for a team's success? Like has the most to do with a team's success? What Football. do you mean? What? Like oh, oh, basketball coaches? No disrespect to them, but you're kind of a product of your players, don't you think? Right. Okay. So. Football, though, totally different. I mean, baseball managers, basically the front office set in the lineup anyway. Hockey, to me, is one of the most, you know, uh, craziest sports because you have number one seeds that can lose yeah. and it's a puck bounces and it seems like there's so much to chance. Football, you really need someone sharp. Yeah, I, I still think if I think a more dominant team was the 90s Cowboys in a way, too. Mm -hmm. Because that's a team that lived up to the dynasty hype. Stars everywhere, intimidation. They happen to have the best coach as well. I, I think like that's a dynasty to me. The Patriots are more like they had the three, and then they I mean, it took a long time to win three more random ones. Not the same. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Dave's in Arkansas. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Yeah, hey, Maggie and Perloff. I just want to compliment you guys. I just got tuned on to you guys recently. And I've also kind of surfed all of the uh, people and that I ha have to think that you, uh, Perloff and uh, EJ, are the absolute best sports debaters on radio, bar none. And, and also your journalism goes hand in hand with that. Well, the, the question I have is that what you're talking about now is that, you know, Belichick, defensive, uh, all the things you said, Maggie, and he had Brady. And then Reed. I've, I've never held Reed in as high as esteem as Belichick. I feel that Reed, for example, is a product more of Mahomes. And I think that without Mahomes, Reed might have been a Buffalo back in the days so when you guys had Kelly, that Reed may have never won a Super Bowl mm. without Mahomes. So my question to you guys is, do you, what, how do you compare Belichick to Reed if Belichick did not have Brady and if Reed did not have Mahomes? That's oh. my question to you guys. Wow, Dave. Yeah, that's a doozy. Uh, I agree, thank you Dave. For the compliment. I agree. Reed was not winning without Mahomes. He probably might not have even won a Super Bowl. He's a great offensive coach. He's not a great game manager. Yep. And he's had great defensive coordinators and not go over the top. But Mike, I got to lead. I'm not 100% sure that Harbaugh wins. You mean Belichick? I mean, that Belichick wins more than one without Tom Brady. Maybe he wins one or two. But I can't see him doing the six. So it's a valid criticism of both coaches. Yeah, I think that... Early on, Belichick could have won. The defense was really good. And the defense was the reason that those early Patriots were winning. So if Drew Bledsoe is healthy and it's Drew Bledsoe instead of uh, Tom Brady, or if it's someone else, they were defense first teams. I think he could have won one with a, without Brady. Yeah, Brady wasn't Brady in 2001. That could have been Bledsoe back there. Yeah, maybe. I just think Belichick had maybe. a disdain for Bledsoe because Bledsoe and his agent and Robert Kraft, they all went behind Belichick's back, according to yeah. uh, the book, went behind his back and signed him to that 10-year, $100 million contract, and Belichick didn't want to do that. So Bledsoe won the AFC title game in 2001, yeah. right? And then Brady came back in controversially for the Super Bowl win. I'm not positive that Bledsoe wins that game. I mean, we can't be. And then there was some high scoring. The Panthers, it was 32-29. So the offense started to yeah. pick it up a little bit. Yeah, it, 
you have to admit, it does give you pause without Brady. See, I think Belichick's such a good defensive coach, and I do believe in that cliche of the defense wins championships. I'm not sure right now in the year 2024 that's possible, but in 2001, 2002, 3, 4, I think you still could have won with Their defense that. wasn't that good. You're confusing them with the Ravens. They were no, good, I, but, but it was a complimentary. It was all three phases. Okay, but don't forget, Belichick also won two Super Bowls with the New York Giants when they had an all-time dominant defense. Yeah, so, I'm not counting that. Okay, but um, again, he was the architect of that defense and if he if he had you know like he proved how far you can go with a defense that was Jeff Hosteller beat the Bills yeah I think you're underestimating the other two phases for the the early run and I'm with you it was a defense but it wasn't just a dominant defense that won that game obviously Tom yeah, Brady had a big role had a, had a role in it uh, <laughs> yeah and yeah special teams was huge for early Belichick which is so ironic that the worst part of the team right now in New England is special teams oh I love this so you can watch the show of course you can listen to us on all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates who we adore uh, totally obsessed with you guys We, you can also listen on the free Odyssey app you can listen on Sirius XM channel 158 but if you want to watch the show you got to do it on YouTube or Twitch and Daily News is in our chat he said the dynasty Seinfeld the Simpsons, South Park, Cheers, and Dynasty. I never watched the show Dynasty, so I don't know. Which that. is the, the question is which is the biggest, or are those I mean, are the four dynasties? I think these are four dynasties he's giving us here. Yeah, I mean Simpsons is still on the air, so longevity is Simpsons. But are they still like winning awards and stuff? No, I, I don't. I I'm the world's biggest Simpsons fan. I haven't watched in years. Right. Seinfeld had that brief run of dominance. I mean, just the peak of Seinfeld, I think. That's it's like, like the Steelers in the 70s. I was going to say it's like a, like a Terrell Davis or something. Like, it's like just the, the high, you know. The short career. Short, but right. Short Hall career, of Fame career in six years. Just so much peak. Um, <laughs> That's the first Seinfeld Terrell Davis <laughs> comp ever. Uh, South he probably Park. was on Seinfeld. <laughs> South yeah. Park's still on. Amazing. Yeah. Cheers. How long was Cheers on? Cheers I, was I thought a the goat. end of Cheers. I was so uh, it was so fun when they came out for the Emmys with Ted Danson. Uh, Cheers, I don't know. I'm not sure how long that was. I think Martin needs to be on this list. Martin was a great Martin, show. Martin like, what about like, well, SNL or something? That's just been yeah. I was thinking 70s. just sitcoms, but yeah. Oh, okay, I'm go sitcoms. but I think you you could argue that Seinfeld was had unprecedented ratings. I think that's why. And Cheers, like and NBC Friends, had this, I guess, and yeah, and Friends. But Seinfeld's ratings blew out Friends. I mean, yeah. Seinfeld was number one at like football ratings at the time. But now there's no networks aren't the same, so I think it's harder. Uh, <laughs> EJ, I have to admit, I did not see Martin coming on that list. Martin's a great. Show. Martin is is absolutely on that list. That's maybe Does it a little hold bit. Up? Of, maybe I haven't a, watched an episode in a long time. It is still holds up. It is so funny. I mean, maybe I don't know how. I don't watch not too much of it. I feel like is like you know like cancelable, quote unquote, yeah. whatever. But um. But no, it's still funny. And but, to me, well, when you talk about sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. We talk about you know maybe it's a two Americas thing, but it's a certain part of this country. Martin is the goat. The goat. Oh, really? Well, okay, for sure. When Odell Beckham Jr. did the dog like lift his leg like peeing like a dog in the end zone, people got so mad at that, including yep. a lot of people who happened to be working in and around this radio station at the time. I'm like, wait a minute, it's a Martin bit where he pretends to be the dog. Peeing, right, the, exactly. The, the alter ego when he's the alter ego, right? Yes. And he pretends to pee, and I feel like there were some people who got that, and there were a lot of people who did didn't not. get yeah. that. Oh, that felt like a two Americans. Did Elijah Moore do it before? Odell? After. Oh, he, exactly. he did it in college. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, the syndication for those other shows though is crazy. I don't know if Martin is, Martin syndicate. is still syndicated. Is it syndicated like Simpsons and Seinfeld? Yes. You, you turn on BT, it's on like 
every hour on on the hour. Is that it's, on Netflix? Uh, it's on one of these streaming services. Yeah. I don't know if it's Netflix. I'm sure it's got to be all in the one. family. All in the family. That does not hold up. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> no, all in the family absolutely holds. Oh, up. it does. I thought it was not PC for the time it was in. It was brilliant. I mean, it was ahead of its time. Some things that they said on there probably don't you know, don't fly today. But it was way ahead of his time, and ran eight years, and it's yeah. still going syndication. If anything, it's too progressive for right. now. Okay, I never yeah. watched All in the Family. What yeah. I the old sitcoms I used to watch, like with my grandparents, yeah. would be Two Two Seven, which was a great show. Jack K. Oh, yeah. my grandfather yeah. loved Jack K. And uh, Golden Girls. Yeah. I know you you love Golden Girls. A lot Golden of people Girls. love Golden Girls. Yeah, that we also need to put the respect on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air being oh, on these lists. Because you want to talk about syndication and, and living forever. I mean, that show, again, turn on TBS after 3 p.m. And that's all you'll watch, pretty much. <laughs> it's so funny, still. It's, it's incredible. I know. I'm Will Smith. 855-212-4CBS. Mm. 855-212-4227. Maybe this is a summer topic for us. I love it. Dynasty TV shows instead of Dynasty sports uh Sports teams. Again, 855-212-4227. Hall of Famers we're watching right now, this weekend, in the championship round. We'll get to that next. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We're on an interesting side topic here. Uh, someone in the chat brought up what shows are dynasties. We're talking about greatest sports dynasty today on great great debate series. So it's kind of sad. The, uh, the way TV is now, there's two reasons that you're never going to see ratings like you did in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. One, because the network structure has totally changed. But the second one is much sadder. I'm looking at the top top 10 most viewed things since 2000. Eight of them are reality shows. Joe Millionaire is number three. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought they're all NFL games. Uh, this, uh, this, specifically this, shows? These are, um, yeah, sorry. These don't include the, actually, they might include some NFL games. But the number one non-NFL game is the Friends finale of 50 million. Survivor Paliu. Uh, is number two, then Joe Millionaire is number three. What gets the big ratings? The Bachelor. You know, like, yeah. it is not, it's not the sitcoms. The final episode of MASH, the record still holds 105 million people tuned in. It got a 62 Nielsen rating. <laughs> what year was that? Uh, 83. Wow. And then Seinfeld's finale got 72 million. Cheers, 80 million. Just impossible because now, how many people even have NBC, ABC, CBS? The last finale I think I watched... Was and I remember feeling like I need to see this. Was probably Letterman going on yeah. the air. You know, uh, how about Game of Thrones? Thrones that was a big one. You I guess Succession. Sopranos. Nineteen million. Sopranos was a big oh, one. Oh, Sopranos was. But a Letterman big one. was more recent than that, right? Um, yes. Yeah, and those and those are kind of kind of crazy. Hey, one thing to keep in mind as we turn our attention to the championship games. Are you guys seeing this story about the referee assignments? Now, <laughs> I know this is kind of big for the betting community. But Sean Smith has been uh, assigned to the Ravens-Chiefs game. According to Warren Sharp, home teams only 17-29-3 against the spread in the last three years. He's called 924 yards and penalties on home teams and 709 on road teams. Offensive holding penalties declined 65% in the divisional round uh, what of what those teams averaged during the regular season. So essentially what Warren Sharp is kind of pointing out here is that Sean Smith has the lowest win rate for home teams of any referee in the NFL. And the Chiefs Taylor Swift um, conspiracy theories will continue. Oh, God. So, I see what you're saying. Yep. Uh, this is why people don't think that people don't like the Chiefs. They think everything swings their way. 
Yeah, I got to be honest. I mean, they beat the Bills. <laughs> the Bills even got a couple calls that That's went true. their way, and uh, and yeah. I can't really claim there was any shenanigans going on there. Wasn't there a big storyline about Sean Hockley was anti-Bills coming in? And yeah. That didn't... No, no, not anti-Bills, pro-Chiefs. Yeah, it didn't really work out that way. No. I did think the Chiefs got away uh, with a few late hits. I thought that I think they're not calling helmet hits anymore in the playoffs. They were letting a lot go. That's a big thing with the Chiefs. Their two tackles cheat on every play, right? They're still lining up off the line and they hold all the time. So I think that's a really important point because if you want to take the Chiefs out of it, you could throw 10 flags right off the bat. And that's maybe something that. You know, the Chiefs defense is going to have to be very aware of. We're talking about the Baseball Hall of Fame, and we've been having a lot of Hall of Fame discussion. What future Hall of Famers are we watching this Sunday? Now, there's some obvious ones. I mean, obviously, Mahomes. Yeah. Andy Reid's going to go in. Probably talk about Lamar Jackson. I mean, a two time MVP. In. He's definitely going in. But what about some of the other ones? EJ, throw out a couple. We'll tell you what are we whether we think they are going to be Hall of Famers or not. So this this one was an interesting one for me because this is a guy we heard a lot about this past weekend. A lot of people maybe learned about him. Frank Ragnow, yeah. uh, the very tough mm. center for the Lions, has been there for a long time, been a fabulous player. Do you guys think he's a Hall of Famer? Uh, how many Pro Bowls? we got to look up some of the hardware. I would probably say of between offensive line Mm -hmm. positions, Mm -hmm. left tackle and then center, I think would be the second, I don't want to say easiest to make the Hall of Fame, but I think that's the second probably best shot you've got outside of being a left tackle. Three Pro Bowls in six years. Two weeks ago, you would ask me this. I would have said, no way. I was not aware that Frank Ragnar was the toughest human being in the entire NFL. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think that's TBD. I mean, three Pro Bowls to be a center, you got to get up to close to 10. So I think he's got a long way to go. Who's next? All right, let's go to the Kansas City Chiefs, a guy that we've also talked a lot about with his contract situation starting the year. Chris Jones, two-time Super Bowl champ, five-time Pro Bowler. Is he a Hall of Famer? First ballot. I think yes. I mean, he's the one defense. He's a single-handed defensive unit. There are years where the Chiefs, it was Chris Jones and 10 scrubs. I, I don't even think that's close. I think we're watching a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Who's next? All right, this guy is coming back hopefully this week. What about Mark Andrews, tight end for the Ravens? Not yet to me. I, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about the tight ends that I feel like we're obviously watching, Kelsey is another walk-in Hall of Famer. That's obvious. I don't think that Mark Andrews is obvious at all. I think of our, right now, Gronkowski, who just retired, Travis Kelsey, I don't know what, yeah, what other tight end. It's tough. I think Mark Andrews is a function of the fact that they never had decent wide receivers. So Lamar only trusted Mark Andrews. Long way to go for him. I, I He could be. And if he gets a Super Bowl ring, this will help this year. My eye test was not yet. Three Pro Bowls in six years for Mark Andrews. But you guys say no. Okay, last guy. What about Debo Samuel, star wide receiver for the 49ers? I think he's Hall of Fame track. I I think if he continue, if they win this year, that maybe goes a long way. But if he continues on this streak for another, what, four years, three or four years, I think he's definitely getting in. Is he going to have the durability to do that? Because his style of play is so physical that more physical than really any wide receiver we've ever seen. He will run into you and over you that I I don't know if he can keep this up for four years. So I would lean no. Because you, you lean very strong, yes, Maggie, yeah. but he, he has only one Pro Bowl and one 1,000 yard season in his entire career. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we, think a, we think of him as like this superstar. What well, is that just receiving yards? Can I go to all purpose yards? I'm not trying to make you the internet. I, I don't know, have it but, in front but of me. But that, I can't that imagine it gets up that high anyway. It would help him, but yeah, I can't imagine he would be 
Yeah, I, he also he's dealt with injuries. He had one year he played only seven games. One year he played thirteen. Don't you feel like when you're watching him though, you're watching a Hall of Famer? I feel like I'm watching a stud every time he plays. I know. And, I mean, let me ask you: Is Anquan yeah. Bolden a Hall of Famer? I'm actually asking. Like, I don't know what the odds because they remind me just like great, really, really good players. But to get the Hall of Fame, especially a wide receiver these days, you got to put up massive numbers. Andrew Bogish is here with headlines. Hey, Bogues, what's up? Hey, guys. Good to see you one more time this morning. Uh, this is not surprising. Joe Barry not expected to return as Packers defensive coordinator. His job questioned for most of the season. Suck. Whoa. Whoa. Who does that? Who does yeah. that? <laughs> who does that? Yeah, who does that? <laughs> That's the audio we were talking about last week. Presented to me this time as a middle school basketball game. And that's a dad yelling, you suck at a girl shooting a free throw in said game. Activity defended by Perloff and no, by EJ. Yes. You shut us Does up and said it was a high school game. That? No, okay. You said it was a high school game. I'm sorry. I thought it was a high school game. It was a middle school AAU game. Suck. Whoa, Whoa. That? To be honest, though, mm. you guys were defending it when it's a high school game. So someone's 13 in middle school and they're 14 in high school. What's the difference? It's True. still teenagers. Oh, no, if you're playing varsity, then like you're you most likely 16. not a freshman. You're probably 16 or 17. Okay. And Whoa. Whoa. No, this I, we got set up pearl off. Like we this totally is, did. This it was a mistake. Ridiculous. I thought it was high school. The girls just looked a little taller. I don't know. I thought it was high school. <laughs> it was middle school. Apologies. I have to be honest. I'm just stunned that a, an adult male could utter the words you suck at a middle school basketball game. That is cruel. I, I feel oh, like I've no, done no, that no, 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 you're about to say a girls' high school game is no, better no, than a boys' high school, school game? versus middle school. I don't think it's good for boys either. You no, can say it's rebound, not. box out. You know, you can you can say, you know. You're saying it's acceptable. I'm not. Neither Perloff or I would do it. I think we have frowned upon anybody doing it. What we're saying is it's high school sports. People suck. This is going to happen. <laughs> you're, you kind of are condoning it, though. Not, right. not if you, Even if you wouldn't say it, you're condoning it. It's not condoning it. It's just, it's just life. It's you just what's gonna happen. Right, so you're 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 resigning yourself for the fact that it's happening. You're not condemning it, and you're not saying, "Hey guys, we can be better than this." You're pearl, you're, you're saying we're pearl clutching. You kind of are. <laughs> With yeah. this, you kind of so. are. With, if it was high school again, middle school, that is totally out of bounds, ridiculous. Get the guy out of there. He's a loser. Okay, and he'd be a loser if he was in high school. But I'm just saying, like, to think that that's not gonna happen in high school. Seems naive to me. High school's big time. It's no, on no, no. ESPN. It's yeah. real sports. Yo, you suck at Connor Flagg. We're going to say, oh, this guy is, is you know, oh, that's so cruel. Get him. Like, come on. I would still think oh, a parent Flag, would sorry. be a loser for doing that. Yes. Big loser. Yeah. Yes. Big L. Still a child. Yeah. So LeBron James at the free throw line at, at high school. Yeah. Someone yells, you suck. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> dad shouldn't yell, you suck at oh, LeBron. Come on. LeBron James? Well, also, that's, yeah. it's another thing if it's, I think, the student section. If it's like a bunch of kids and right. they're yelling, you suck at another kid. I don't love it. But I get it because everyone's immature. The parents are supposed to be a little... We're supposed right. to be adults. And and again, if we're going to really do comparisons here, 
there is a difference mm. in yelling it when you know he yelled it so yeah. it bothered her the free throw line. He's not yelling it in a jam-packed gym watching LeBron shoot free <laughs> yeah, throws, right. and he goes, you suck, and only the guy next to him hears it. This dad was trying to mess up the girl at the free throw line. Oh, I, I think I think, I think think you're underestimating what players can hear on a basketball yeah, yeah. court. I think it's I, The better. empty gym thing yeah. is a problem, and that definitely oh, no, screwed no, no. This, this, this little Come girl on. up, of course. I think that little girl needs to hear that. Like, it's about time she gets some um, adversity in her life. It's called grit, Bogus. You, you learn more through your failures. You're right. Let's go to man camp. Right. Yeah. So, how many times have we seen LeBron James go and point at guys why in the stands? The, why is LeBron the comparison? Yeah. How no, do we no. get on LeBron? Because this was the same as yelling at LeBron. He was a high school prodigy. And you're saying that if we yell at any high school player, it's like just the worst thing in the world. No. And how can we how can we go on as a society when high school basketball players when, are going to be yelled at? I'm like, what are you talking did about? did I say that? We, I mean, mm, you've gone from you zero to six. You be quiet. I know what you're doing. <laughs> He's legitimately thinking this. No, okay. I, I, I agree with you. High school basketball can be a zoo. I, I mean, yeah, you, suck, you right. suck at a big-time college a high school basketball player. Who cares? That's nothing. So exactly. I reserve the right to throw a chair at that parent if that's my kid. <laughs> yeah, if your kid was Cooper Flag, you wouldn't even be here. You'd be collecting NIL money. Like, there's big-time... <laughs> High school basketball. You guys are only doing this because it's an empty middle school gym, we which didn't is totally do different. Anything. We just said the guy sucked. <laughs> That's it. If it was, a I high know it happens. This guy sucks. If it was a high school game, it'd be so different. You at least will admit that. Come on. I just I can't imagine. Si- Saying you suck to a child, like yes. they're still in high school, they're children. But I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Again, I, I would not do it. I can, I, I, so, I think anybody who does that would suck. Okay, that's the end of our thought. Yeah. That's all me and no, Maggie are all, saying. Oh, but all I'm saying is that if you, if it was, if it was high school, and I think about my high school life and other players' high school lives, I think to say that you suck on the free throw line was like the worst thing in the world that you've ever heard from a parent or student or anybody. That is just, it, it is, is uh, unbelievably not true. Okay, but EJ, the thing you just said is not something that me and Maggie have said now or before. You took it to there, not us. No, you guys are saying that if it's middle school, all of a sudden, you're saying, oh, it's no different if it's middle school or high school. I'm, I'm saying, saying this guy sucks. That's all I'm saying. Okay. This and guy sucks. And he's saying podcast that she is sucks. There. <laughs> yeah. That Whoa. guy sucks. Whoa. I mean, also, too, I looked up the stats on that shooter. <laughs> Pretty inconsistent from the free throw line. <laughs> Who was it yesterday? Leaky Black that didn't have an NBA free throw? <laughs> yeah. He needs help, too. Uh, our buddy Boomer Esiason keeps saying down the hall on New York Radio that Lions OC Ben Johnson will be the commander's next head coach. But this Washington is still talking to other candidates like Texans OC Bobby Slowick. Last night, the commander brain trust expected in Detroit soon to meet again with Johnson and Lions D coordinator Aaron Glenn. And now the action and expected here. NFL. Gossip column. Multiple Miami outlets reported yesterday that Tyree Kill filed for divorce, citing actual court documents. But then Tyree got on social media and called the reports false. He also posted an Instagram story of him and said wife Keita Vaccaro in season hard knocks showed them getting married during Miami's bye week. And now whatever is going on. I. This is a weird one. And a new, like, they're citing court filings, and he's yeah. going, it's not true. Maybe it's a different Tyreek Hill. A different uh, Miss Vicaro? Like, there's two. It, it'd be an all time mix up. Is there a chance <laughs> that someone. Coincidence. Is there a chance that someone submitted a divorce filings as a prank? I think you need an ID. I, I think so, too. And, like, I think. Also, like, if you don't, why would. 
that that seems not right. Uh, right. Yes, you need an ID. Yeah, thank you. And definitely Sorry, a notary, I right? Pay, I didn't bring up old stuff. <laughs> no, but no, you you do. I mean, you need to know who you are. They need right. to know who you are in there. So. Oh, let's not get but into Florida. that whole topic. <laughs> I'm about to say Florida's four. rules may be totally different yeah, from here. Yeah. Pete showed up with four forms of identification. Yeah. I was like, I promise you it's me. There it is. Give Here's me my out social security there. card and everything. Would you like a blood sample? I've got a library card. <laughs> there. A utility bill. That's right. <laughs> Fingerprint me, please. What, DNA? Yeah. Swab, whatever you need to swab. Get me out of here. How long we get out of here? Yeah, can I expedite this like a passport if I pay extra? How does that work? Five of the Dominican Republic yeah. divorced over the weekend. Pass, pass line? Uh, Nikola Jokic had 31 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists, and the Nuggets 114-109 win in Indy last night. That leaves Washington as the only team Jokic has not had a triple-double against. Michael Malone will fix that. That's a great trivia question. So Washington's the only one? All right. Well, next time we play Washington, I'm playing in 48 minutes, so he can just he can cross that off the list. Uh, <laughs> this was also Funny pa- guy. Pascal Siakam's <laughs> home speaking of Queens debut, 16 points Gosh, and 10 boards. I feel bad for Siakam. everybody involved in the NBA trying to trudge through this regular season. Oh my, how bored is everybody? It's I imagine if Jokic cared. Yeah, I mean, just the lack of energy in Michael Malone's voice there sums up everything. Everyone should have a second thing they do. You know, they were J.J. Redick, when he's called uh, all those guys plumbers and firefighters, it's not because <laughs> they needed extra income. It was just bored. Yeah, I mean, eighty-two, may- game, 82 games in an eighteen schedule gets very boring. Yeah, maybe the in-season tournament is better than I thought. Because you're right, at least that was something to talk about. Just the fact that he's like, uh, maybe I'll get him a triple double against Washington. Can I go home? What is going on? Here? Also, some of the questions they get asked in like the press conference. I'm not trying to call out the media, but some of them just are like, talk about the yeah that's rebounding. The worst one. It's like ah, that's. Yeah. Not everyone went to broadcasting school, but that's a big no-no. And meanwhile, you, you can actually see LeBron, the the wheels turning, thinking about what wine he's going to drink when he gets <laughs> home. Just get me out of this 800th press conference. Actually, I heard once, not to change topics, but I know Pete's favorite musical artist is Billy Joel. Yes, it is. And Billy Joel once did an interview where he was talking about how he doesn't get any like joy from singing the old songs. I, I think it's changed a little bit. He said... He'd be sure. at the piano being like, don't go changing. Hmm, should I have a turkey sandwich for dinner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Please me. Maybe I'll have an iced tea with that. Well, <laughs> was... we, well we enjoy it, Billy, so keep going, please. <laughs> well, so many artists don't like playing their best hits, and I, I, I guess I get it because it's... Just look in your bank account. Yeah, sure. Keep going. But, but look at the crowd when an artist says, all right, I'm going to play some new stuff. All you hear is, oh. Bathroom yeah. break. <laughs> I, go, I told you guys, my friend is a lawyer for one of these big big places and books big bands and they're it's in the contract they have to play a certain amount of the set has to be oh, yeah. the old the classic stuff I when, love I, that when, lawyer. I, when i went to that mariah christmas show you want to talk about someone who knows to play the hits yeah she was playing all of them well i don't think you get any <laughs> she was playing non-christmas music I don't think you get any new hits from Mariah. Well, I told you guys a story. I went to Hall and Oates. They had a concert, and they it said Hall and Oates sing Christmas songs. So I took my wife. She likes Hall and Oates. And they did Christmas music for an hour. And then people started booing. And Daryl Hall was like, all right, fine. We'll play the hits. And he begrudgingly did Private Eyes. And my wife was like, yeah, finally. He was like, oh, fine. It's like, fine. You're a rich girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Never, 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 never go. Anyway. <laughs> He's like barely singing.
Uh, uh, he's grudge singing at the crowd. <laughs> You're out of touch. I'm out of touch. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Boogers, that was great. Thank you so much. Coming up, oh, the one sound we need to play for you. Do not move, Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We're talking about dynasties today. Greatest dynasty, sports dynasty of all time. Kind of bled into TV as well. Jamie is in Syracuse, has a thought on this. Good morning, Jamie. Hi, Maggie Perloff. Um, Maggie, I agree with you. Patriots, hands down. Yep. But in tennis, Rafael Nadal at the French Open. Novak Djokovic is going for title number 11 at the Australian Open. And the best TV show of all time, watching it with my mom, Dallas. Ewing versus the Barnes. Who shot JR? Doesn't get no better than that. Jamie, thanks for weighing in. Appreciate it. You know, Nadal just specifically at the French Open, yeah. he's right about that. If that's a dynasty, that's all time dominance. I think you could make a great argument. Those two tennis players you just mentioned weren't as good as Federer, who's also got a dynasty yeah. feel. And Wimbledon. how can you say it's hard? The only problem I have with saying Dallas. Is the TV a, show. Is a dynasty. Did he say Dallas or Dynasty? He said Dallas is the yeah, TV Yeah, because da- there was actually a popular show called Dynasty. <laughs> yes. So isn't that going to win the Dynasty argument every time? Probably. Also, what's a better Dynasty, D- Dallas the TV show or Dallas Cowboys? That's a great question. Dallas the TV show. Remember Who Shot J? You don't remember, don't but you've know. read about Who Shot JR. Uh, to me, the Love Boat, that was a dynasty. That was a big show. How long was that on? Forever, right? Oh, really? I don't know. Love Boat? I, I miss Love Boat. 15 I, years? I got one. An actor or actress that had two dynasties from television. Okay. Try to name one. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I think, being Elaine and then also Veep. I mean, those are two all-time oh, great uh, shows. Uh, like one. Mary Tyler Moore, that crew. They went from Mary Tyler Moore went from Dick Van Dyke Show to Mary Tyler That's Moore right. Show. That's right. Um, Ed O'Neill. Oh, married uh, with children, and then yeah. Um, I, but it's very, it's family. very few. It's it's you could probably count on both hands, maybe. That's Guys who've good. reinvented it. Well, um, how about Woody Harrelson? Uh, I don't know if that's true. It feels like B. Arthur, who was Golden Girls, right? Yep. And she was from Maud. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, is, yeah, I. Mods is super Listen, famous. You could, you could do this with music too, about you know, like I think a Dave Grohl. I mean, two classic albums, or no, or two bands. Two band, oh, two bands. You right. know, to go from Nirvana to Foo Fighters. That yeah, that's like unheard of. And to do yeah, it. that is that's very hard. Doing to do. two different instruments too. Be the I drummer mean, for Nirvana, then be the front man for Foo Fighters. Sammy Hagar went from Sammy Hagar to Van Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's got to be no. There's multiple guys. Yeah, well, I call it Van yeah. Hagar, but. 
No, that's a uh, that's another great debate series. I mean, that's like players who've uh, like Kurt Warner reinvented himself, went from the Rams <laughs> to the Cardinals and got to the Super Bowl. Andrew Kaplan saying, "What about Larry David? Writer Big time. and some time, time, but very few appearances on Seinfeld. I don't think he counts. Curb. No, I think he's a uh, ultimate redefined himself with a second act. Uh, <laughs> that was regular Larry David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a new season coming out. Yeah, I mean, Curb is kind of like a graduation of and more adult Seinfeld. I agree. I think it's just Seinfeld and George. Curb. I think Curb it's. Is, sup- yeah. I think Maybe nobody would have predicted coming out of Seinfeld that the next great sitcom would come from Larry David and not Jerry Seinfeld. I, I think it's surprising. Mm, yeah, uh, I think are there are there any others that we're missing. Daily News, by the way, says Pete's the oldest thirty-seven year old in the world. <laughs> I was <laughs> thirty-seven. I was amazed 39. too. I, I was asking him how he got into so into eighties music. He said he came home after school and watched VH one. Yeah, no, wow, I was, not even MTV. <laughs> Like, That's what I, I said. <laughs> I didn't like what was on MTV. I was like, all right, let's try on VH1. They had pop-up video, and they had a lot of other stuff. So I was like, pop-up right, video. Yeah. Pop-up video. Yeah. I miss pop-up video. I mean, you have J-Lo going from a fly girl on In Living Color mm. to becoming J-Lo. It's quite mm. a second act. I mean, Tisha Campbell went from Martin to uh, uh, My Wife and Kids. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. I reject the J-Lo one because okay. that being a, a dancer for a year on <laughs> In Living Color <laughs> was just, not a first act for J-Lo. Listen, we're doing this off the top of the head. This is this is all a, a new type of uh, combo. <laughs> more television than anything. Yeah. She was more movie. That's true. She wasn't TV. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, oh, how about uh, on the music one? The music how about one Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon. What was his? I forget what his first act was, but his second act is the. I mean, all that I guess would be his first act for TV. Yeah, For, he's been in movies like Drumline and you know There's Keenan Thompson, all that at SNL. And that SNL oh, that's great yeah, and I'd say Keenan and Cal shirt I was wearing last week, by the way. I know your Halloween costume, all of it. I love it. They're doing a remake of that, right? Good Burger, yeah, it's out. I gotta watch it. It's on Paramount, apparently. Great plug for them. There's no way that movie's gonna be good. <laughs> I mean, it's the first it's for one. Kids. Good? It's I for mean, kids. it's all nostalgia. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, well now you've given us. Oh, Andrew Kaplan's got another good one. Beyonce, from Destiny's Child uh, to time. Beyonce. Oh, see, I was getting rid of like the, the the spinoff. Yeah, the solo uh, the, the solo act. acts. Right. Yeah, because I mean, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. That's what I thought. Hip hop. There's a lot of those. Yeah. Hard to go from group to group. That's hard. Yeah, it's like Stevie Nicks. Uh, Jimmy like Page that. that went was it a oh Ron Wood went from the Faces to Rolling Stones, but it's never the lead singer. All right, that's this is more summer topics for us. This is great. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much to EJ Stewart, to Pete Pilati, to Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan. We are getting closer and closer to the championship games. We got more for you tomorrow, more fun, more craziness. Thank you to the widows and the coffee drinkers. See you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.